0: and welcome back to the Balanced Body Podcast. I am Ashley Mazurik. Today, we are going to talk about fear. Fear, I, I chose fear because it was a common theme that rises up in my life as it relates to relationships, as it relates to coaching, as it relates to my own world. And I am arrogant enough to believe that if it's happening quite a bit in my life, then quite possibly it's happening in other people's lives. And can I share, can I, as always, will ask my helpers, I'll say that, my spirit, what's the information that you would like me to share? As that's my purpose as a teacher. As a person with a podcast, hopefully I'm sharing information that can help you. And that's always the purpose, right? To inspire, motivate, to ultimately create transformation. So when I coach clients and we coach about ideas, it's for me, it's perspective coaching. I'm not doing anything miraculous other than creating a different perspective that maybe they haven't thought of and that too with my relationships i.e. my friends that need to chat or vent without parenting i.e. telling them what to do it becomes a situation for me to help them see a different side without any kind of judgment but using discernment right so that's a that's a word with a higher vibration and it's all about creating ideas that are higher vibration within you. Because if not, then we can easily go down the negative road, which can lead to isolation, depression, sadness, and happiness, go even further long enough, you'll put it in your body and create disease, dysfunction, inflammation, i.e. pain. And we don't want to do that, right? So if we take fear, it's false evidence appearing real. Ah, well, to me, that means quite a bit because it's false. And if it's false, then how can we make it true and real for us? I mean, if it's false, then let's make it true. And if we're going to make it true, let's make it true for what we ultimately want and need on the other end. If it's, if it's fear, then it quite possibly could be anger. And that talks about the root. That's the root chakra. In within the body, that's basically from the ground foot, from the physical body, all the way up to the top of the pelvis. And my point is, if you hold any of that consciously or unconsciously, you can create problems within your body, can create the, the visceral reflex. And that addresses the kidneys and the adrenals. None of that is healthy for you and the machine that you have, which is this physical body to do what you're supposed to do here on earth when you've got problems in those areas. Right. So some of the saboteurs, sabotaging that we can do when we hold on to this stuff is, you know, basically deal with, uh, addictions, i.e. dealing with the food as it relates to the physical body. We can overeat. We can undereat, We can, um, basically have or create when that's destabilized unhealthy relationships within the family financial instabilities and are within our livelihood disrupt the loyalty that comes along with the root and then relationships within family now all that can be interchanged. In other words, it can come from an unstable relationship within the family that then permeates into any relationship thereafter. And I think we've talked about that in the past. So it comes down to two emotions, and everything that we feel can be categorized as love or fear. So, why? I ask myself this question, why wouldn't I always choose love? Why would not I always choose to create happiness? And the, the question creates a very simple answer in my mind. And that is earth school, being and having a physical body as a grand experience and quite the experience that is allowing us to grow, wouldn't be possible if we didn't have contrast. So if we didn't have some sort of lesson or challenge or opposing views, feelings, thoughts, then there wouldn't be the free will to make a choice, which it's important for us to make our own choices. Because making a choice based off of experience within the root allows us to rise up into our sacral plexus as it gives us responsibility. That responsibility in making an actual choice based off of how we're moving forward, which very much comes from the root, how we're moving forward in life or stuck. Remember, you can have issues in the lower extremity, i.e. knee pain that is represented of being stuck through the rhythms and adversity in your life that has created a sense of plateau, right? But we have free free will to make that choice. And hopefully you make that choice and always think about the opportunity. Of knowledge creates wisdom, allows you to become better. Versus doomsday, you know, woe is me, never something, that, you know, everything always goes wrong, nothing ever happens good for me. And the reason I point that out is because I love Doring Virtue's book with her son. I think it's Grantridge Grant Virtue. Grant Virtue who talks about the vibration of words and how, oh, it's so important what you say as to what you create and choosing positive vibrational words creates a positive outcome for you. I, you know, I have a a great experience with people that are close to me that when I, I oftentimes will hear them say, oh, this always, this always happens to me. And if I'm close enough to them and I I feel like I can be myself, which myself is very much about the truth, I am a truth seeker, very much about being authentic, I'll say, you know, it's probably never going to change unless you're willing to change the words that you're using to create a different outcome. And that doesn't always set well with people because sometimes people don't need to, don't need, don't want to hear the truth of what they're actually doing. And change can be difficult, right? And the ego can rise up and to be defensive. But if we're operating through our heart center and my intention is really just only to help them, hopefully the words and the vibrations that come out of my mouth will present that. Right now, if I was a jerk about it, then that energy would transfer and there would be a defensive mechanism which would create anger, possibly your defensiveness or an ego rise. To let me know that, to let me know, me, that I could have said it in a better way that would have been more receptive if I would have chose to come a little bit through my heart versus my ego, right? So take any emotion, and we're categorizing as in fear, love. And so it's important that when we look at, least when I coach my clients, I look at the word that they're using and we identify a definition so they can, we can get clear. Are you sure that's the word you want to be using? In other words, if I hear or see anger, I'm I'm angry. Oftentimes that means it's a perceived injustice towards self. And so create clarity around that. In other words, bring it to the surface of consciousness within an, in an individual so that they can be really clear on what it is the injustice is, and we can create a clean slate. Was there an injustice that's creating anger within you, which is why you're frustrated, which really, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid that might happen with that particular situation? And when there's clarity brought around, you can ultimately talk yourself through the situation and come out, on a positive perspective with help. And sometimes somebody, sometimes people need that person to create that positive perspective. Because if we talk about anger and we talk about the perceived injustice, that also creates a disease within the body, something called IBS, which is chronically suppressed frustration, which is why I talk about I talked about in the beginning, if you aren't able to deal with what is going on that's rising up, especially from a negative standpoint, then it will be held in the body and ultimately cause havoc and imbalance that leads to um, uncomfortable symptoms, right? Whatever they may be, and so I myself are are very much. Uh, familiar with having IBS I did have it Um, I'm I'm I if I were to diagnose it within myself first of all the question is does it make sense that you would have chronic suppressed frustration yes well I'm a middle child I was a peacemaker right I was raised not to talk to keep the peace to not voice my opinion for fear of it not a being agreed with. And in our, you know, in my world, kids really didn't have a voice. They didn't really have an opinion that parents really cared about or adults really cared about. I love that the world is very different than that now as I am an adult and I know many other people who are adults and are very differently with their children. Now I've also seen adults say that, but then when I witness the relationship with their kids, I see differently, which tells me it's an unconscious feeling or viewpoint or belief, which most of it comes down to a belief system within them, right? And the only way to recognize that is to become more first conscious and then aware. So what's the difference, right? So consciousness is sort of like a spotlight on something, a word, an idea, a picture. But when we're aware of it, it is that idea and how it represents within us, within our life, within what we do, within what we say, within our relationships that creates I, I would think more of like an integration. And yes, we are trying to raise consciousness within humanity and society. I am, I am behind that 100%. And I'm also about creating awareness, which is why I talk about meditation so much. Right? So when we are fearful, part of stepping out of that fear that fear zone. Someone says, well, yeah, Ashley, what would you suggest somebody do if they're very fearful? Well, I'm a very put on your big girl pants and take one step forward. So I'm, I'm a big on experiencing because from my own experience, I was just talking to my sister the other day and she was, we were reflecting on our childhood and, and her reflection was, On me, her experience of me was how extremely shy I was and timid, and how she expressed quite the difference of me now. But I did go through very, um, I, I, I created rites of passages for myself. I created unconsciously, yet and intuitively, chose to do things. That put me at my highest fear. So public speaking, God, so fearful of that. So I create, went to a class, Toastmasters, for years to become a better public speaker. I had already been teaching. I started teaching at the age of 18. So, And it was a grand fear of mine. So I wanted to become better at it. I had always a big problem with being on stage as a young adult. And so being on stage, I put myself on stage with fitness pageants. I worked on my mental drive by doing uh, triathlons and Ironmans and marathons, which All the while, I thought it was some physical thing, but really, in hindsight, it was very much creating a lot of mental toughness within me, which were rite of passages, right? They pushed me to the end. They created an experience that was not very easy, right? Jumping out of airplanes, riding, you know, riding on motorcycles that. It was about experiencing the brink of death. And I'm not suggesting everyone do that. I'm just suggesting that you do things that stimulate a bit of fear so that when you experience it, you can leave the experience with more confidence, self-esteem, individuality, autonomy within yourself, be confident in you. Be proud of you with every accomplishment. I'm here to say that it works because I've done it. Right? So, and oftentimes, these fears can come from, you know, depending on the author, can come from third trimester of in utero all the way up to seven years of age that creates a program and from that childhood and perception of what you saw, not that it was actually true, but it was your perception, which does make it true for you, right? So what can you learn from that? The You can learn to shine a spotlight. There's your consciousness. What am I afraid of? Look at both sides of that fear. Create an experience that... Whether it's just tipping your toe into the water to feel, or actually taking one step forward into the experience of that fear so that you can get through it, so that you can move through it. And then have a conversation with yourself about your fear. And you'll, it's kind of a high, right? I obviously doing my stuff for. Over 10 years, there's a bit of an addiction. And because it's the addiction of being proud of creating that self-esteem that you never had, right? That feels good. So let's talk about, we talked about fear. So let's talk about love one of my favorite topics as my soul is love, your soul is love too, right? But I have a Ray profile as a Ray 2 soul. So I very much uh, know that my soul is here to learn unconditional love in every aspect of this physical life, which can be challenging, right? It's It's a tough road. Unconditional love is... If any of you are aware of it, there are no conditions. <laughs> and when you actually focus on how many conditions you put on a regular basis on pretty much everything you do, it's, it's mind-blowing, right? So we choose words that raise our vibration and cre- create that world that you wish to thrive in. That is a message as I talk about love. Love isn't the highest vibrational word, believe it or not. How do we know that? Well, very easily because we know there are different kinds of love. We know that there's sex and violence love. We know there's unconditional love. We know there's conditional love. We know there's empathetic and compassionate love. So those are all levels of love that carry different vibrations. But if If you choose, and it is your right to choose, what you wish to create as an experience, and if you wish to thrive, then you will choose the most optimal. Right? It's a conscious choice for each and every one of us. Every challenge is to create the greater strength, the truth, the validation to your calling and going forward. That is an important message. We experience to know. We experience to find truth. We experience to create validation. Courage to teach another, to help another, to empathize with another. It's only when we mm, use the formula I, we all, To the degree that we can create, empathize, or love another, it is 100% about doing that for ourselves. Big lesson. I know I need to hear it. If you have a bit of judgment, higher vibrational word is discernment. If you have that in your life about something, how observe what it is within you that's also having that discernment or judgment within yourself. Forgive that, move forward, forgive yourself so that you can forgive another. Okay, let's take that backwards. If you're having a relationship issue with someone and part of getting through that always is about having forgiveness for that other so that you can... stop thinking about it, stop worrying about it, stop having doubt about it, stop having dreams about it. If that's happening, then create love around it, which is forgiveness, and then it will subside. And focus on what you want to happen. When I say focus on it, I mean create focus and concentration consistently. Those are keywords and a lot of things that I would suggest as it helps you focus, concentrate, be consistent with it. When you are able to do that, things will change. And based off of where that focus is and that concentration is, if it's positive, I guarantee it will be positive. Now, can something negative happen to someone? but truly it be a positive down the road? Absolutely. I mean, most tragic challenges that have happened to me in the midst of it was horrible, but weeks and years later it was the best thing that could happen to me because what came out of it was something very positive positive. I learned so much, so much that I could teach others then about it to maybe possibly not have to go through the same sort of situation or challenge or be able to make better decisions around it, right? So it, that challenge created some strength because when you go through a big challenge and you survive it, and you walk through it and you get onto the other side. It is, it makes you stronger. And in whatever area you need, it's not going to be the same as my strength. It'll be what you need to be strong within you. And that is a blessing. Right. So I'm sending you all blessings and hoping that your days and your weeks become better because you have decided to um, you've decided to support you you've decided to focus on self which makes everyone in your world better right when you choose to love self take care of self create balance in self whatever you need That gives you highest vibration, peace. That is the highest vibrational word that exists, just in case you were wondering. So I'm going to end today on that note. That was a message from the higher realm. Uh, That was a message from me and a message from my past self that I wanted to share today on this podcast in relationship to little bit about fear and i hoped it helped in some way thanks for listening guys always know that you can create feedback contact connect uh, in several different ways okay so i am on balancedbody.ashley on instagram i am at ashleys good cheese circle on facebook and i um, on my website balancedbod.com Check me out, subscribe, feedback, welcome it all. Thank you very much. See you guys later. Thank you again for listening. As I know you have many platforms to listen to and you chose the Balanced Body Podcast. I'm grateful for your time and energy as I have the honor of providing this podcast with the intention only to educate, motivate, and inspire all to move closer towards your ultimate dream or purpose in this lifetime please feel free to visit or leave feedback on balancebod.com and share this podcast with another. who feel like they may benefit in some way from the information. If you enjoyed the variety of my topics, and you, you can also subscribe to Balance Body Podcast via the applepodcast.com. This will allow you to be notified when the newest podcast is released.